good afternoon, good night, wherever you are in the world, for all our listeners who have stuck to us through, you know, mostly inconsistent content. We are very sorry. We are here to tell you that we're going to be doubling the amount of content that's, been, that's going to come out. Um, of course, increasing the quality. And what better way to increase the quality than to have Ms. Shakira Mills on the program with us, you know, her her whole modus operandi is in line with empowerment, um, personal development. Um, she even has a few projects out there, a book, right? They come up. And um, Shakira, first of all, thank you for taking the time to join us on the podcast. And secondly, how are you doing? Hi, it's awesome to be here. I am so excited to be speaking with you all. And I'm doing great. I'm feeling fabulous. I'm feeling ready to share some nuggets. I'm just excited. Yeah, I can see that you're bubbling. You're bubbling over. It's <laughs> infectious. I like that. So without further ado, let's just jump right into it. Um, so Shakira Mills, who is she? What, what would you say on that first book in your autobiography? Who is Shakira Mills? Well, if I give you the if I give you the book version, you get the you get the the tick offs of who Shakira okay. okay. Mills is. Uh, I'm an empowerment speaker, educator, UE procurement and admin professional, and then she went to school there and she did this. Uh, but I like to think of Shakira as just a regular girl uh, from one round one bush part up far up in an, one hill. Um, Oh. That's just trying to find herself like every single individual that's living and breathing, just trying to go through life, trying to trying to find out who you are. That's who I see Shakira as. Um, but of course, the book have all the tick offs. And I mean, everybody knows the tick offs, but I'm just a regular girl uh, that goes through regular struggles, just like everybody else. That's just trying to find her way out. All right, so when I really like the tick-off thing, you know, we know we're going to go corporate. You understand? So we want the yes. bridge version. I'm glad you gave us that, um, you know, that down-to-earth version. Um, it, it, it's what we really think helps, you know, guests like yourself connect with um, audiences listening to this. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, in order for them to get to know a little bit more about you, can you just, off the top of your head, um, your most important work right now. Can you just let us give us some information about it? And then we'll ask questions um, pertaining to that as you as you let us know. So the most important thing that I do right now is speaking and by speaking, uh, with speaking, that's how I ended up writing my book, The Come Up Basic Empowerment Strategies. Uh, I started speaking I like to say around 2018 and it kind of branched off of of a movement that I started which was really just a blog serenity motivated where I created a space for healing and it was really just supposed to be for myself but then it started to you know get a little traction and person started to relate to what I was writing about in the motivational space and from writing in the motivational space I started to speak uh, and here we are now 20 what 2022 yes. and 
I'm now an empowerment speaker and author. Um, and my latest project is my book, The Come Up Basic Empowerment Strategies. It has 24 empowerment strategies that can take you through and from any obstacle that you feel like, you know, when life is hurdling over you and you feel like you're drowning and you don't know how to get yourself back up out there. Uh, that's mm -hmm what the book is about uh it's really teaching you never to give up but to always come up from any sing single situation that you may be facing so let, let, let's speak about two um topics that you brought up in in particular so the first one is serenity um <laughs> you know what events um you don't have to go too much in detail but what events led you to starting that and then sharing that and for others using that as a platform to then kind of gauge what they were going through. When I started Serenity Motivated, I always remember it was it was a new year, just like this. It was in January and I went back home. And I don't know if anybody has experienced trauma when you go back home, because a lot of us, we, we like to run away from our trauma. And one New Year's, I ended up going back home, 2017 to be exact. and when I went back home, I was reliving all the trauma that I went through as a child, uh, whether that was um, financial instability, uh, abuse, physical and emotional. And I was just in that space and I realized that I was not healed. Uh, no matter how I ran from the space, I wasn't healed. I wasn't whole. I didn't like who I was. I didn't like where I was from. I didn't like all this baggage that I had attached to my name. And I just started writing. So it really just came from a place of I knew that I needed to heal and for me the first step of healing was writing and I just I just started to write about how I was feeling in that particular moment I wasn't feeling a new year new me I I, I wasn't feeling making any sort of goals or plans I just wanted to talk about me healing and from me talking about that and then I started to talk about poverty and I started to talk about abuse and I started to talk about just all of these little topics. I even had one where uh, I spoke about toxicity and how it just follows you and you can't really escape it. And so you have to learn how to deal with, with, with all of these different things. And that's, that's what really Serenity Motivated was built on, just me being honest. And I carry that anywhere I go. Um, because I find that when you share your story, people are able to now relate to it and they realize that some of the things that they are going through it, it's it's okay and you can rise up from it and you can come up from it and it's not the end of the world and that's really where serenity motivated is coming from from just writing and now now i'm speaking uh where have i spoke um let me start with the latest ones i have spoke i've been booked um with MOE, so M-O-E-Y, Ministry of Education. I've, I've spoke at different schools, uh, Senate High School for Girls, Immaculate. I spoke at UWE, I spoke at UTECH, I spoke at Rotaract, Kiwanis. I've spoke at different church and youth ministries. I have spoke at Women's Center. Uh, oh. And the list, list goes on. Um, and I try to take up as much opportunities as I can to speak. That's actually one of my first goals that I wrote down, that never miss an opportunity to tell my story, never miss an opportunity to speak, because that's, that's what I feel like my purpose is. Right, um, so I, 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 let me interject for a little bit before you get further. 
the, the, the career path that you're following, um, you know, just before we get to the come up, um, the career path that you've been following, um, you know, from Key Club to now, um, you've always been a leader, um, you know, through and through. You've been a role model to, to either the lost or the guided, right? So, you know, where did this, um, uh, I'm not going to say passion, I'm going to say, where did the instinct to lead come from? Where did the instinct to follow this path come from? Because it all started somewhere, right? That's so true. I, I must admit that I never saw myself as a leader. And I think a lot of persons that lead and lead with passion comes from that place of not seeing themselves as a leader. Uh, I never wanted to stand up and talk to people because I always felt as if I wasn't good enough. I, I felt as if people could see through, um, you know, what was inside and what I was dealing with. And so it took people, and I, I'll be honest, and, I, and I'll say it took people believing in me first before I could believe in myself. Uh, and sometimes that's not the best way to start out, but that's how I started out. It really took somebody to say, there's nothing wrong with you. There, 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 you're enough. You can do this. Somebody had to speak life into me for me to move forward as a leader. Uh, and I found that to be so profound. Uh, and it wasn't just one person. It really ended up being a group of people that just consistently spoke life into me. And that's why I did what I did. Because I said, well, there must be somebody else that's like me that's not believing in themselves right now, that can't step out to the front, that really just wants to be like tucked away, hiding. Uh, and I want to be able to speak life into somebody else, just like how somebody spoke life into me. So that's really where, where it's coming from. I never, never saw myself as no leader. I, uh, when you talk about Key Club, I was always the girl that was sitting in the back of the room to the corner, not going to any projects, not doing anything. Uh, I was kind of just ticking off the slots. I needed to be in a club. Uh, and then I ran for a position and I didn't run for a position that I was going to be face to face with anybody. I ran for secretary because I said, well, the secretary, all she has to do is write, write minutes. I said, well, fine, I don't have to speak to anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it kind of just branched off from there, kind of just branched off. And for me, I held a position as secretary for two years. And I went on to be in the district secretary treasurer. Why? I don't have to speak to anybody. You just need to write. You just need to be able to write and organize yourself. And <laughs> I think I was going to end up here. Um, that's the biggest, biggest level. Right. And, and what ended up happening was that I ended up being a secretary for somebody that was always absent. And nobody told me that if the president or the governor was absent the secretary have to come out just like secretary of state if the president is absent they asked the secretary of state to speak nobody told me that and i showed up to an event and the governor wasn't there and who had to speak the secretary and i realized that every single time the governor wasn't there and it was quite often that was just me in the front the front line of duty and before i knew it i became kind of just comfortable with who I was and 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 just you know falling in my own personality. So was there any like initial fear um, when it came to those type of speaking engagements? Always fear. I still get nerves to today. Um, always fear. 
Um, but one of the things that I've learned over the years is that uh, some things we just have to do scared. Uh, I remember mm. going to talk when I done a sweat out. I don't know if you ever had that when you talk and then you have to go in at the bathroom and trying to just dump up. And <laughs> just, you just so sweat out. Yeah. The place not hot. AC running cool, but you're just so nervous. Um, you know, and that that always happens. I remember when I just two or three weeks ago, I went back in the classroom to teach. I've been teaching online and I speak, I speak on that almost every week. I'm, I'm speaking at an event and I went to teach face to face back again. And I was nervous for some strange reason. And again, I sweat out. And so some things you just have to do it scared. Always have nerves, always had nerves then, still have nerves now. Um, but I just do it scared because you know that there's something that's needed to be done. When you right. get that there is something that you have to do, there's a calling on your name. Uh, you end up just doing it scared because you have to do it. I love how you said that. And, and yeah. all of the lessons um you know do they do they translate not necessarily translate but do you transfer all of these lessons in the come up is it something that um the experience you know earlier speaking about um you know going back home and experiencing all that plus the plus the speaking plus the fear are all these um facets of 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 or pieces of the puzzle that you put together and you call the come up? Yes. Uh, and how I, how I want to answer this question is I had a friend from Trinidad that she bought the book and she read the book. And her comment was this exactly. And I always, I always carry it with me. Reading the come up was literally like sitting down and speaking to Shakira. She just heard Shakira coming out in every single page. Uh, it was like Shakira was just telling her, get up off here. Can I say, can I say that word on this part? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> get up off your ass and get to work like that. Uh, and that's really what the come up is. It's really, it, my voice is so imprinted in the come up that you, you, it's not that book that you're reading and the author is all the way over here. Uh, and this is the book. The come up is Shakira Mills. It's Shakira Mills that's speaking to you. Just like how I'm speaking to you now, it's same summer, right? I never use no big word or no nothing. A five-year-old can read the book to a 50-year-old can read the book. Uh, and I use my own experiences in the book to bring across different topics, uh, different empowerment strategies that people can implement no matter what age you are, you can implement in your life just so that you can get your life to the next level. Right. And, and you know, that's a very, it's a very good point. Um, you know, the other day I read um, in the Wall Street Journal, um, don't at me. Um, of course, I know how the credibility goes there, but I saw it in, at more than one source um, where I'm paraphrasing here. Um, Facebook had said that um, one in four adolescent um, female, females, they consider themselves less than. Um, and that in itself, I think, is a pandemic. We see a lot of these young ladies actually um, the, um, eroding their self-worth um, the validation by com by comparison and by comparing um, to that reality um, when you know that reality 
is really fixated to make you feel as if you aren't enough, right? It affects our young ladies a lot, right? Um, using the come up as a reference, you know, what would you say to these young ladies? Um, scrolling on Instagram, averaging three hours, four hours a day on Instagram, constantly comparing themselves to, to, to fiction, um, what would you say? What would you say to empower them? You know, based on, you know, using the come up as a reference. I think there are about two chapters. Um, the first one, saving yourself, and the second one, all about self love. Just entitled self love. Uh, when you grow up with lack, and it doesn't mean lack doesn't have to mean that you don't have any money. I, I learned that uh, later in life. When you grow up with lack lack of self-worth, uh, lack of funds, lack of self-belief, lack of confidence. When you grow up with lack, and a lot of us, a lot of us are growing up with lack because of that comparison. Uh, because you don't know that you don't have something until you experience somebody else that has it. You don't know that you're supposed to have a phone to call your parents if you never go to school and see somebody else have a phone to call your parents. You don't know that uh, your lunch isn't the best lunch until somebody else opened their lunch and you say, oh, but what is that? Is that Doritos? How am I eating that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't know. And so comparison can break us down. Uh, and one of the things that I've learned, and I'd say this to any little girl or or big girl, a uh, young woman growing up, is that at some point, we have to cut off the comparison. At some point, you have to face yourself in the mirror and say, all I care about right now is me. I don't care about Jane. I don't care about Kim, Kim Kardashian. I don't care about Nicki Minaj. I don't care about Cardi B. <laughs> I don't know how can I create what I have right now in front of me into the best version of that when we're able to say that to ourselves, all of these comparisons stops. Because the fact is, I'll never look like Cardi B. I'll never look like Nicki Minaj unless I go spend my money and go to a doctor Miami. <laughs> tell him, hey, well, you yeah. know, I have to know what I have and make what I have work for me. And mm -hmm. that's where a lot of our young people are, are, are getting so caught up in wanting to be like, and wanting to be like, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to be like people or wanting to see people in a blueprint. But when you're so caught up with the person that you feel like you need to be the exact version of them, that becomes an issue because all you can be is you. And so yeah. we have to start, you know, just selling that to our youth, ensuring that they know that all they can be is them. Uh, yes, we see Andrew Holness, we can look up to him, great, nice. Or yes, we see Bill Gates, can look up to him, yes, nice. But all you can be is you. And when you give you the time and, and try and figure out how can I make me the best me that I can be, you'll be so shocked as to the person that you turn in. I remember when I was growing up, oh, kill me dead. My ugly bad, oh my God, hit my nose. Uh, people used to tease me how I look like Miss Piggy and one holy for something and just pull back for a moment and realize how can I make what I have worked for me how can I make what 
I have work for me. No comparison, no trying to be X, no trying to be Y. How can I make what I have work for me? I can't talk to me now. Like, you just you can't talk to me now. I don't need no validation. Um, and so that's what I'd love for young women to do. Focus on you and try and figure out how can I make what I have work for me? Because uh, your body not girl look like Kim and your body not girl look like uh, Britney. Your body only can look like you. Your face not girl look like Chloe and your face not girl look like Cardi. Your face only can look like you. Uh, what? How can you appreciate you better? I, and, and I fully agree with that, Shakira. I think the problem lies in the amount of time they spend um, in that comparison, you know, and even with the message that you gave a while ago, um, sometimes it motivates them in the moment. It gets them going in the moment, mm. but in perpetuity, it's still in the back of their minds that I'm not good enough or I don't look this way. Right. So, you know, what do you think are some of the, the ways or probably even some content or something along the lines um, of uh, reassuring um, information or content, where can they go to actually um, remind themselves of the values of the information you just imparted with us? Um, you know, where can these young ladies actually go and say to themselves and actually internalize and have this um, introspection with themselves that yes, I am, I am enough. Like, what can they do? First thing is affirmations. I, 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 that's something that I work with. I, I can't, I, I just have to do it right through the day. Uh, I was talking to somebody earlier this week and they said, okay, how do you plan on implementing that goal? And I'm not going to tell you the goal, but it was like a, you know, real self-reassurance goal. I said, well, bossy, every time I pass a mirror, you'd swear I think it's check I checking myself out. No, girl is talking to herself. Yes, sis, get it, sis. You are <laughs> You're smart, sis. Every time I pass a mirror, I'm killing myself with affirmations because you see, the more you play something in your brain, uh, even if at this given moment you don't believe it, uh, give yourself a couple of weeks. You start to believe all of the things that you start to tell yourself. And after you start believing the things that you start to tell yourself, you just start to walk in that truth. Definitely. You just start doing those things because you start believing it. Uh, if, if I know I am I'm smart as hell, there's nothing else that you can tell me to, to, to um, unvalidate. I hope that's the right word. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not kill it. We're not. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> so unvalidate. What is it that I have set my brain up to know? And so when I go in the classroom to teach, I'm smart enough. And if a boy want to come test my knowledge and tell him, sorry, I'm going to bring it back tomorrow for you. It yeah. doesn't. It doesn't. You know, it doesn't pull me up. It doesn't pull me up because I've already boosted myself up enough for my brain to know that this is it. Uh, and so the first thing is that affirmations and they work, they work. Once you do it consistently, affirmations work. The next thing I'd say is tailor that content that you're taking in. But the content you're taking in is not everything is for you. You don't have to be in everything. You don't have to drink every cup of tea tailor the content that you're taking in. Uh, one of the things that I've learned is that if you follow all the people that don't look like you, you're not going to feel comfortable in your own skin. Let me say that again. If you follow the people that 
people uh, that don't look like you. If everybody um is all over all over black pan pan panda something here, so we can say if everybody you follow white, have long hair, Latino, in and out, you know, follow yeah. black people as men, all of the men them have little flip up, flip up here and <laughs> yeah, yeah. um obviously you're gonna start start looking in the mirror and, and and trying to you know formulate yourself in that sort of way you don't have to do that tailor your content i had a friend she she struggled so long with her complexion she was really really dark and she tailored her content anytime she scrolled up and explore she had to see girl with dark like she um and i find that to be so just 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 profound because what we view with our eyes goes into our subconscious we're sleeping right. you don't even know say your brain i think about uh oh my ear in a long i reach my body um girl your jeans don't go like that yeah, yeah, you, yeah you have to tailor your content and that's so important even with body and body size everybody body not gonna stay the same way tailor your content even i do that uh i i go to the gym and people say well oh you go to the gym i didn't slim my body don't set for my slim but never ever other slim and so even the gym people that i'm looking at i'm looking at gym women that their body is similar to my body so i'm not looking at people that well slim out and my no man never ever gonna reach the slim out stage uh so you're tailoring your content uh, and women especially men too you know because sometimes we forget the man them uh we need to tailor what we're seeing we need to tailor so we're speaking about tailoring the content that you're taking to not just see what it is that you want to see but stuff that is necessarily good for you so a lot of right. a lot of the problems that we have in this day and age with the whole social media thing is a lot of the people pivoting from just a self-image point of view we're talking about even content not necessary for your development just mm-hmm. holistically like educational content not just entertainment so a lot of us um might have issues with just going on social media for memes for a laugh little stuff like that when there's a lot of tools out there that can help you to build a business help you to further yourself in the field of of study stuff like that that's the type of thing that we want to look at in terms of tailoring your content auditing your social media um just stuff for the betterment of your entire person like on a whole so and I completely agree with you. And not just, just, you know, based on how you look, but even what you're feeding your mind with is so important. A lot of the times we just we just follow in shade room and uh all the others. I don't even, even know them because shade room is the only one that I follow. <laughs> um, and we just fill up our timeline with a bunch of memes, and then we're not having no you know, we're not, we're not following mentors, online mentors that we can learn from, or we're not following any uh, just sort of educational content. Uh, for example, over by Hossa, Hoss, J-A, we're not following J-A to learn yeah. and listen to podcasts and those things. We're not feeding our mind with things that can allow us to grow uh, personally and professionally. So that is, that's so true. I, I agree. I agree, Shakira. And, um, you know, just from... I'm, I'm going to be selfish and I'm going to state it from my point of view as well. Um, I think I overindulge in content that is beneficial for me <laughs> because I get both educational and entertainment from the same source. Entertainment. Right? 
So, so, so that's the thing. And not everybody really is, everybody's mind really is kind of attuned with that. So we, we, every now and again, we need half, right? Um, yeah. You know, microdosis of, of um, some kind of foolishness or some kind of jokes, you know, it, it, it really raises the dopamine levels, um, you know, for a short burst or a short period of time, it can change your mood, right? So I don't, I don't mind having the entertainment there, but it can't, it can't be too much, right? It starts, yeah. it starts to become um, an almost an impulse to, 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 to feed this dopamine um, diet that you have. And because of that, no, your life has become entirely consumed by entertainment and you realize that you start to stagnate, um, you know, as it relates to your, your, your knowledge, um, your awareness, um, both self and awareness of um, your surroundings. So, you know, for me, auditing my social media was probably one of the best decisions I've ever made. Um, I'm not sure if you... Um, you said shared room is the only one you follow, so I'm guessing you did the same. You did um, kind of like a max, a mass exodus of of things that you know you thought were unnecessary. So and and that probably made you one percent better. Who knows? That is so true. If I give in a joke, half of the times that people talking about um I don't know some something that happening in society, I am completely unaware. Oh, oh my! <laughs> I if you don't that. send it to me, I don't see it. Like I need to have a one and two friend that kind of know what's happening and follow those pages and they'll be like, well, here's Shakira. And that's how I actually see them. I, right. I, I see all of the different quotes. I see all the different things I need to read. I don't see what is happening. Uh, I used to follow the news pages and keep in, into it as well. But uh, lately, as of lately, especially with what is going on in our country, I don't even really read that as much. I need things that are uplifting me. And so I tailor my social media to be like that, just like how I tailor my environment and my surroundings. Uh, and so that's something that we really must be conscious of uh, because it, it takes a toll on you, whether or not you like it, the things that we're digesting on a daily basis. And so we have to be really radical about how we just tailor uh, our environment. And that includes our social media. I agree a hundred percent. Now let's move on from that um uh, a bit more into shakira um what is next for shakira what are the upcoming projects that you have on the horizon in the near future or maybe even in the far future you know what's next if i'll be honest with you i don't have anything in key uh, of what is next uh, i think i'm gonna spend some time with still promoting my book and uh, i just kind of go with the based on you know who's booking me at that time and that's one of the things that i wanted to do at this particular moment never to miss an opportunity uh, so even opportunity like this and uh, no matter what is happening in life i never want to miss an opportunity to talk and, and, and just share purpose with someone else. So that's what right. I'm doing for this year. Uh, last year, and why I say that is because last year I took a break from speaking. I wasn't in the speaking space that much. Uh, and so for this year, I want to get back in the speaking space, get back using my voice, uh, all of that. And so that's really where I am right now. Uh, 
I'm on a, on a level that's not going up, not going down, but just a continuous level. Uh, mm -hmm. And for me, that's okay because I'm just trying to grow as a speaker, grow as an author, and continue to share my story and you know share my nuggets with other persons that may need it. That's where I am right now. You know, and, and, okay, you want to go ahead, Giovanni? Wait, go ahead, go ahead. All right. So you know that she, um, she was basically saying the importance of maintenance. And that, that one really struck me, especially as a business owner, because a lot of us, even with um, with how me and Brian are, we, we consume a lot of um, educational content and we, we in, um, end up finding it entertaining and we just feed on it, feed on it, feed on it. What can happen is if you're not careful, you can start comparing yourself to those people that you're trying to learn from to get to their level too quick. So there's a, a the, the graph of growth you need to understand that sometimes it is like this. It's not always this. There's, there's an importance when learning how to maintain. So I can get to a level in business, but I cannot just keep growing, 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 growing um, without knowing how to maintain my growth and then start to uptrend again. So I think it's important to know when you should step back and, okay, I need to do this backend stuff for my business. I need to do this backend stuff for my personal development. I need to, I need to just make sure that everything is right in this space before I look to branch out any further or before I look to take on any new um, ventures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. yes. And I agree. I agree. Um, Shakira, your book, where can readers, where can listeners find your book? Uh, where can we buy it? Um, we, 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 need, we need some of that. We need some of those Shakira nuggets in our lives. So where can we get um, the come up? So the come up is on Amazon. I think that's the world's largest bookstore right now. Uh, and what's great about the book is that there is the Kindle ebook version. And I think that with where we're going now, that's that's completely great. Uh, but there's also the paperback. Uh, and paperback copies are always available in Jamaica. Uh, you can just contact me via a instagram at shakira mills jm uh if you are really into getting a paperback um but it's on amazon easy one too you can get it on your phone and start reading instantly and i think that is that that's just great with where the world is right now how do, how was the how was the publishing process you know from writing formulating the ideas um getting the publishing, how was that process for you? Was it difficult? Was it easy to get in, in, in contact with publishers um, or, or, or you know, any professionals within the space to even guide you through um, publishing your first book? How was that process for you? What's funny is that I kind of did it myself, <laughs> self-published. The only thing I did was to have an editor, um, which right. was somebody who I knew was already in the writing space doing editing professionally. Mm -hmm. That I would have reached out to uh, and we would have run ran the book at least three times before I went into the publishing stage. Uh, writing the book, let me start from there. I think I started in the middle. Writing the book, I wrote the book over time. I didn't get up and say, okay, I need to publish this book by August the 3rd, 2021. 20, uh, uh, it was on my goals list for at least two years. And so for 2020, I had 
publish a book. For 2021, I also had published a book. And so I was writing over time. And as I tell people, it wasn't that I, I knew I had a goal to accomplish. And so I just wrote. It was when I felt that this was what I wanted to write at this particular time that I wrote. Uh, and I wrote over a period of what? Three, probably three years um, and it's not a big book but that's because I wanted the book to say exactly what I wanted it to say in a mode that I was passionate I didn't want to write because I had to write I wanted to write and I wanted this particular uh, empowerment strategy to mean something I wanted it to stick with you when you when you read it uh, yeah. and after that I would have went uh, I seen a lot why <laughs> Sorry, sorry. in contact with an editor and then we ran through the book and the book got reshuffled uh, what was the ending of the book became the starting of the book all of those different things and then I went on Amazon which I was doing that research from before mm -hmm. so when I went on Amazon to get my book there I knew exactly what I wanted to do so I would have did like a test run with a different book that I would have just put together on a actual book and see how it worked and so I just did it uh, it wasn't hard it wasn't it wasn't easy I just knew that this was something that I wanted to do and right. just did it and I tell everybody that writing a book is not hard if you want to write a book anybody can do it uh, if you have something that you want to say write the book and publish it. Amazon makes it so easy for you to self-publish your own book. You just need to meet their criteria and their standards. That is, and that's all in black and white. White. If you can read, you can publish a book. And so it's really, really easy. And that's what I'll leave it with. It's really easy. And okay. anybody who want contact me to for them to walk for me to walk them through the process, I am. I'm up to that. I I have done that before. I think for at least two persons. And so. If you have a book in you, write the book. If don't, don't wait too long, you're never too young to write a book. I've, I've heard that. Why are you writing a book? No, you're so young. Uh, if you have a book in you, write the book. Write two books. Write three books. It's so easy to write a book in this particular age. We're not living in, in the same time as our parents lived in, our grandparents lived in. We have so many opportunities at our fingertips. Take advantage of them and do what you want to do in your own life. Agreed. A hundred and twenty percent, Shakira. Mm -hmm. What we're going to do is we're going to leave um, a link to the book um, in the description of the podcast, so people can actually have a you know direct link to get either the Kindle, um, also your Instagram page if they want to get in contact and get the paperback. Because um, me, me, no, I can't focus too long on on the the text on the on the phone. Um, so mm -hmm. I need for hold. You understand? My attention is like, I see a text from WhatsApp coming and I eat that for the Kindle. You understand? So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so, you know, getting that paperback, having the paperback there, the Amazon link as well. Um, uh, do you have a, a website of any sort? That, no, I do have it. a website, but I'll be honest and let you know that the website is now down. I'm trying to work on getting it back up. Uh, it's mm -hmm. Motivated.com, www.serentimotivated.com, but it is down at this moment. Hopefully, it will be up by mid 2022. I have to find a new, a new web designer person. So, if you're a web designer person, <laughs> come look my way. <laughs> all right, no problem. No problem. 
problem. And, um, you know, in, in wrapping up um, Shakira, this has been a very um, compelling, a very, um, I, I, I really love the energy. That's, that, that's, that's one thing that I can say, um, you know, it, it radiates through the phone. And, you know, I'm sure whoever is listening to this would, will say the same thing. So um, in wrapping up, um, you know, just, a f- just some final footnotes to, you know, any, it doesn't have to be a woman, um, you know, anybody going through um, a trying time um, based on your experience, going through um, situations like that, you know, what are some of the things that they can use to, you know, kind of renew hope? What, what can they look forward to? Um, you know, because sometimes when you're going through a struggle, it's really just in the moment and you can't necessarily see um, further into the future. The foresight is blocked by the pain, right? So, you know, can you give us or give the listeners, you know, just a bit um, of pointers or even motivation or advice on going through troubling times? First thing I want to say is something that I said to the younger me. It gets better. Mm. Trust me, it gets better. Your today is not your tomorrow. Your this week is not going to be your next week. It gets better. From you from you start believing that it's going to get better, it's going to get better. And the second thing I want to say is that everything you're experiencing right now, you need to experience it. A lot of the times we we discredit our experience because we say, well, this is not what I want my life to be at this moment. I'm here to tell you that anything you're experiencing right now, no matter how difficult it is, you need to experience it because it's going to create the person that you're going to be tomorrow. And that person needs that experiences to grow from exactly what is it that you're experiencing. Your experiences build your character. It makes, it sets you apart once you're able to find the positives from it. And you can find positive from anything uh you're talking about a girl that uh well it's not good here but we're talking about a girl that has experienced physical abuse and i can laugh and tell the story now because i'm able to pick through the positives and how it has shaped me into the human being that i am today every experience you're going through is needed to build you into the person that you're gonna be tomorrow and that person is going to be a person that is so transformed that when you look in the mirror, unrecognizable. The third thing I want to say is everything is right on time. Sometimes we feel like we want it. No, it's not now. Everything is right on time. It comes right when it needs to come. Uh, I don't know if we're spiritual here, but God is right on time. Anything that you need and you think is right now you need it, and it never happens until two years, it comes right on time. Don't stop working at it. Uh, don't lose faith. Don't think that it's never going to happen. Keep working at whatever you're working. Keep working at creating the version of yourself. Keep working at that business. Keep working at that movement. Uh, keep working at that degree. Everything comes right on time when it needs to come. Uh, you just need to keep keep working at it. A lot of the times we, we tend to give up right when something is about to happen. Don't give up. Uh, don't give up. Just keep working at it. 
And the last thing I want to say is that it doesn't matter where you're coming from. It doesn't matter what you have experienced. It doesn't matter you know, where you're coming from. It, the only thing that matters is that you have a vision for your life to see where it is that you can go. And you're consistently working towards that, no matter where you're coming from. I'm telling you, oh, if you could see some of the places that I'm coming from, <laughs> uh, it don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter if, 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 if it's zinc friends. It don't matter if you're roof leaking. It don't matter if it's from the grown your sleep. It don't matter. All that matters is that you have a vision for your life and that you're continuously working to get there. The paths to get there vary. Uh, your path is your path. My path is my path. But once you're consistently working to get to that end goal, oh, sweetie, you're going to get there. Young boy, young girl, you're going to get there. You're going to get there. You just need to keep working and never give up because the transformation that can happen in your life is going to be so, so, so profound when you don't give up. Lovely, wow. lovely. <laughs> last, last message there, Shakira. Um, we definitely need to clip out that last part there. Um, like like no other. Like no other. <laughs> I just have that on replay for sure. Um, Shakira, um, author of the come up empowerment speaker. Um, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. Um, we definitely will be in contact. Uh, we're going to leave the links, as we said before, for your book, um, all platforms, um, and we'll be doing our best um, to help you get this message, yes, um, you know, out there to okay. to 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 the to the various and vast number numbers of people who actually need to hear this, right? So, thank you very much, Shakira, um, and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank, Peace you. thank you so much for having me. It was completely an awesome conversation. Thank you, thank you. Okay.